Okay, Keith here from Beat the Casino. How's everybody doing tonight? I'm with the, the world famous Canada Bach up in uh, Ontario, Canada. Yeah, up there in the great uh, country of Ontario. He's missing playing Baccarat. But uh, yeah, there it is, Canada Bach. Right there it is, man. Uh, one of our gurus here. Uh, I don't know what I'd do without him and Cassius helping uh, with the club so much. So, listen, uh, we just got done with YouTube, or, uh, yeah, YouTube, uh, Facebook Live, and I wanted to go ahead and go over some of the topics again that we talked about from our practice session last night. We have our live practice session uh, Monday nights, and we did our live practice session. Had a really good crowd at it. Had a probably 30 or 40 members there, uh, private members. And, you know, a couple things that I wanted to uh, bring out uh, talking about Baccarat and some of the best ways to play uh, was we did notice a couple things. And uh, we had we set it up last night, and I, th I think you liked the format, where we had kind of... Uh, kind of players play with chips uh, using our cams and stuff. And, you know, they would call out their bets and then I would keep track of their uh, their chips and uh, see how you see how you do. And we had uh, two of our uh, premier players. We had uh, Wait For It and um, and Simon. Uh, I think Simon's in, uh, I'm not sure where Simon is. I know, I don't think he's in the United States. I think he's in Southeast Asia somewhere. But anyway, so we had him play and... Uh, and wait for it. And uh, we did a couple things. And the first thing I wanted to say is that in the first shoe, Simon played exclusively 5D. And the 5D uh, really did a nice job in the shoe. He started with 500, ended up with 750 uh, 50 bucks. Um, with chips, uh, you know, betting one two, uh, which was really good, caught some really nice ones, analyzed it 5D, and it worked. Uh, wait for it, won about five chips, I think, in a first shoe, and so it worked out. Now, for for uh, Simon made a couple more bets than Wait for it did. I know Wait for it made prob made probably. Uh, maybe seven or eight bets. So he had a real good hit rate in the first shoe. And, um, uh, I mean, it doesn't matter what... I mean, it was all play money, obviously. It doesn't matter what stakes it was. But uh, he, he was playing uh, 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 flat betting it, for the most part, in the first shoe. And uh, so we dealt the game, and he got up five, and then, you know, he kept playing. And as he kept playing, you could see his hit rate start to decline a little bit. So he had said he wanted to stop, but that was okay. I, I begged him on to play. But what you notice then is when you start to lose a little bit, when he doesn't pick them as well, and this is what all players do, and it's a really bad habit, is right. you start to bet more. Like he would bet once every five, ten hands to start. And when you lose a couple of them, then you'll see people starting to bet more do you see that in, in players uh canada oh yeah i mean uh, i i think i've been witnessing that and i used to be one of them at uh -huh. one point till you learn how to discipline yourself and uh, people do it all the time i mean this is how they actually lose their bankroll i mean here they'll do really good in one shoe and suddenly they say okay i'm up 
you know 50 units uh, let's go to the next shoe and suddenly they find themselves in a jam and they lost 30 out of the 50 units in the next shoe and then they're like okay my god i have worked so hard spent 4 hours on a, on a, on a on a table to make 50 units and now i'm down 30 i got to get it back i got to get so, it back that's right and you can't so yeah. they actually know that they're still ahead 20 units so yeah. they'll go and press it press and put it. 30 units and before they know it they lost that hand and they yeah. have down negative 10 Yeah. So yeah, you spent five hours and you back to zero. Zero. So you actually back to negative ten. Yeah. Then you actually press even more because you now right. said I worked so hard on my I I, I have a bankroll of another hundred units. Why don't I just put another fifty and get before you know you lost that too? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, this is very psychological. It happens to the best of us, and and this is where you have to learn how to discipline yourself. You have to know no don't over over bet your bankroll. You have have to play take baby steps in in making getting gaining back those chips that you have lost and you can as long as i mean because you were using salmon was using 5d and it worked very well yes. i did not play yesterday today's but yesterday was a day no, that no, i didn't. just wanted to observe i wanted to observe because you know when i contribute every week and i play i feel like yes they are learning from me and i'm i'm winning that's fine too but i'm not we want other players to build the confidence to come in and play and and you know this is how you build it you have 30 40 people on the call yeah, we who did. are watching you so there is a level of pressure and i understand that i've been there i've seen it uh, yeah. when i played li- live with 80 people on the call man mm-hmm. remember that the time then i put myself in that position and, yeah. and i i know the pressure is there but this is where you want these guys to go in and take the uh, take the experiences take their uh, systems and apply and this is where you will learn from us when we tell you hey you know you did this right and you did that wrong and this is how you will become a better player if you change this habit or that habit because again exactly. this is like also very psychological what sam did not do in the second shoe was that he did not uh, you know obviously change his uh, technique of playing and yeah. strategy and playing another system you know he was just so he did so well in the in the first shoe with 5D which happens all the time but then you are not applying any other way of 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 right winning, there are times you know? it doesn't you need to switch as a matter of fact it switched to a really strong side shoe and he was looking for disparities in twos and ones and threes when you simply could switch to time before last and get on every streak and every zigzag run uh and actually well no it actually turned to strong side then and you know i i keep telling everybody the way strong side evolves is it's very weak on one side you'll get ones and twos and then you'll see usually runs on the strong side will start getting longer there'll be ties in those runs and that one the one that really makes it take off is when you you have a, a four and the other side has a seven and you hit that four with another four to a hand you thought you were going to lose uh, that really validates the strong side and uh, you know he he just didn't see that and some of the other players did so that's what we want we we can't emphasize that enough is that you must actually evaluate the game all the time you know how am i doing is what i think 
is occurring occurring and you can't just go in there and sit there and play one strategy all the time you've got to keep an open mind like you said if you lose two or three hey it's it's time to really reevaluate what's going on here because uh, I'm not picking them anymore um, and right, uh, right. you know he didn't and that that's why you know he gave uh, some of it back in, in the next shoe uh, just forcing a system which again is is one of the things that we uh, teach against is you can't just go out pardon me and buy one system take that and overlay it over every game you play it's just not going to work sure you'll win once in a while but over the long haul after you play 20 30 shoes you'll have a net loss no matter what system you buy no matter how much you pay for it it, it's not going to happen um and that's why we push, you know, that's why we have our club, because we're a bunch of winners who get together and talk about the best strategies to win. And, and one of the key things is you have to understand every system and know when to switch. And, um, you know, that's the most important thing. And sometimes there's ones that you're just going to break even with. You know, I, I mean, it's it's a 50-50 game. Maybe you can't predict, you, you know, here's a game. I don't see anything that's predictable. And that happens once in a while. Um, and I, 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 I would also say one thing that, you know, and I still remember this from many years ago, you know, when Ellis, Ellis had mentioned when he was in Bahamas once, I remember he said that you can't, just go and sit on every table and think you're going to win that shoe. You have to choose and select the right table where you're going to apply your system. In your mind, you're looking at the toke board, you know that this is the system that you're going to be using and this is where I'm going to sit down and win. If you're just going to sit on every table and think you can win, you're not going to win. No, you're That's not. what he said, you know? Yeah, no, you, you can't win. You, you certainly uh, certainly can't win every table. That's that's an impossibility. And, it, and it's beyond... And, you know, I, 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 I mention that about people all the time is I've played with pretty much everyone. Right. Uh, you know, all these guys that say they win all the time. And I've seen them all lose. I mean, let, exactly. let's be honest. You know, I mean, uh, it, they all do some from sometimes. So, uh, yeah, I, absolutely. You have to have realistic expectations to how much you can win. So then the next thing that we learned last night or that we talked about an awful lot uh, was that when you do get behind, or especially if you were ahead first, like when I watched Wade for it play, he started betting, and I egged him on to play, so I'm not going to blame him for that, but we wanted to see what he was picking with his bets. But what happens is, is you, know, you get up to plus five or plus six, and he's happy with that because he's playing black. And then we egg him on to play, and he plays one or two more, and then the next three hands, maybe he picks them bad. And then the next one. And you see, as he starts to not pick them well and start to lose, he does what every gambler does, which is a fallacy. It's, it's a, you have to watch out for it, is they start betting more often. They think yeah. they see, they want to see something. You know, it's so funny. We want to see something. And when you're, when you're playing, especially when you're, if you've been up, to your point, if you've gotten ahead and you, you've been ahead, and then you give some of it back, you start chasing a little bit because you're trying to get back to the point where you were. And you'll notice instead of betting once every 10 hands or once every five hands, they start betting every hand, every hand. Yeah. And that's that's how they get you. If they can keep you playing and, and get you on the other side of variance, they got you. 
and I've seen so many great players, so so many uh, big wins uh, diminished by folks right. doing that. You know, you, you get up, you you're, you buy in for five grand, you get up to seven grand. Then to your point, what happens is people start over betting, and you see a lot of players do this. I'm up two grand now. I'm going to bet a thousand. I was just betting fifty and a hundred. Now I'm betting a thousand dollars. You lose it. Then what do you do? Next bet's two thousand. Trying to get it back. Go ahead. And there's and there's there's other elements to that too. That if you're sitting on a table and it's a high stake table, and and you just lost a two thousand dollar bet, and some of the other folks on the table are betting two, three thousand, four thousand, and they yes. might have a bigger bankroll. You're like, if if this guy knows something I don't know, I'll just follow him. You know? That's right. You forget That's about right. your system for a second. You say, okay, I'm going to forget about my system. This guy knows something I don't know. He was winning earlier. Perhaps yeah. this is the winning bet, and you bet following him and or her, and you before you know it, you lost that bet, and now you're in the negative. Yeah, you know? but I, I think even a bigger psychological effect is is you know gamblers have huge egos. They, they, they do. They, you know, everyone wants to think how cool. You're living proof of that. No, I'm only kidding you. But they do. They have huge egos. Uh, and I, 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 over the years, I've known so many who, who've, who've just, uh, you know, proved that out, so to speak. Um, but they have huge egos. They always think they're clever, right? They always think they know something or they see something. And not only that, there's this big mystique about how much you bet, you know, like, well, you know, the the smartest bet is not to bet. That's zero. Okay. (laughs) But when you're playing, especially at a table, if it is high stakes, even if you're playing a hundred dollars, which is big stakes. I mean, let's face it. Uh, You you know, I mean, you can make a lot of money betting a hundred bucks, 200 bucks. And then somebody sits down at the table who probably seemingly has an, you know, just you know, endless money, and he's betting five and ten thousand dollars a hand. You know, you you kind of think you should start to bet more for some reason. I'm not sure why. You know, um, yeah, no, no, but especially if he's won three in a row. Yeah, and if he's won three he in a row, right. grand. It happened right. to me. I was playing with a guy who was who had like a hundred thousand dollar bankroll, and you know, I just had like five thousand, right? And right. he was putting five thousand, I was putting hundred, hundred, two hundred dollars, yeah. right? Right. And you know, and I saw him win three bets in a row, and I'm like, okay, I should just follow him. And the minute I followed him and I put a grand, I lost. You lost. That's right. You overbet your bankroll, and that's how casinos get you: is they they get you to overbet your bankroll by the atmosphere. So it's it's psychological warfare. You know, you you kind of have to. Over, overcome your biggest enemy, which is probably yourself, wanting to be this clever, smart, make a lot of money in one setting gambler. You, you, you got to get rid of that mindset. You got to get rid of your ego and think you know it all. You just must sit there and be thoughtful and absorb all the information. Is and and I think it's good to watch other players. You know, because there are times when I'll, I'll just see somebody winning so much, picking them so well. I'll just go, well, you know. Whatever he's playing, I can't figure it out. Um, I'll just play what he plays, and of course, you don't go overboard with it. But you know, I've done that. You know, hey man, this this somebody has a uh, an awful lot of luck, or has some statistic in his mind that he is following that uh, you know seems to be working. So I, I mean, I've I've done that. But uh, you know, the biggest downfall to any gambler has been uh, the ego, the egotism associated with gambling, and and I understand it. You know, as everyone wants to go there and go, you know, well, I, I play cards, you know, what do you do? I play cards for a living, you know, and I'm so clever and smart, I know how to, to beat the casino. But you can do that, but it takes a lot of work and a lot of practice, and somebody's not just going to sell you a book and you're going to be able to go do that, you know, so... Um, 
it is kind of interesting. But we had then we had uh, another shoe, and we did play the uh, we played the parlay system. Right, that if was just were, successful. And, yeah. you know, that's a very clever way to play. Uh, I is. really enjoy it. And it, go, it goes to my point that I'm always talking about uh, with Baccarat, and that is that you seem to win in streaks. You know, you lose in streaks, and right, then you start right, to right. win in streaks. And, you know, you start to pick three, four in a row. <clears throat> Pardon me. And then when you right. lose, you always lose three in a row. You know, whatever it is you're trying, you're doing. It tends uh, to fail then. I, um, I'll tell you what, this point you, that you just made, it is such an important point you just made. It is so critical because this is exactly what happens in the game. And this is where this system that we were just talking about comes pretty handy. Yeah. Well, yeah, the, the, the streakiness of the game is is very important. And you, should, you need to recognize that. So... Uh, but yeah, he did very good playing the uh, the approach with the uh, the one two parlay approach uh, that we write about in the private form. It's a real good way. Uh, but but again, you still want to you still want to use all the statistics. What they what they forgot about, and I think Anthony was playing that for us. Uh, right. What they forgot about is it's you still don't want to be mindless with picking what side wins and, and whatnot. You still want to use everything else you know. Um, so so there were a lot of lessons learned last night. I thought it was a very I thought it was an excellent session uh, with about 30 or 40 of our members at, at one point uh, playing along and uh, chatting with uh, many of the other players and helping each other become better players. So well, listen, if anybody's interested, of course, you can always join us. Isn't that right, Canada Bach? Just like Absolutely, you did. Absolutely. Yeah. Even though it took you five years to join us, I, I'm not going to hold <laughs> that against you. Maybe you should send us a check. <laughs> no, you know, I was just, I was always just so fascinating with, with the way, you know, you, you talked about uh, Bakra and Blackjack and you talked about gambling in general and everything else behind it. And I just, I said, okay, if they have the best players in the world, what is it, What what is my incentive in joining the club? And I'll tell you, when I joined, I... I, I really wished I would have done that five years ago. Yeah, no, when I, I know. did, because you know there is so much more out there to learn from the forum, from all the other players, and everybody else's contribution. It it is amazing the wealth of information which is out there in in, in our forum in the member if you are a member, and that all that other information that I have absorbed. And it took me over over a year to absorb that information, and uh, I feel like I'm. It just made me a better player, and it actually gives me more confidence in my game as as to what I had before, and I was fine before. No, and, no. Uh, I, I mean, well, I, the way I see it is, since we had the best baccarat players in the world, you you had to join, right? <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, yeah, that's another, yeah, I had no that's choice, right? Yeah, I mean, what, yeah, what are you going to yeah. do? Not be in the club, so no. No, no, but it's also like you know, getting together and you know, playing together. We, you know, we did that in Fallsview as as an example. You know, when we go to Vegas and all that. I mean, it's a it's a good way to ma- you know build friendship and and help yeah, each absolutely. other and look at us. That's and, right. You know, that's right. Have a that's right. have a few laughs. You know, uh, we, we, we have, have a lot of laughs. Open. You know, we yeah. you know we have a hard time uh, driving together. Together, you know, it's yeah, like yeah. they kind of give us the eye. <laughs> I, I, I think we will have so much more to offer once the club, uh, the casinos are open. Because yeah, oh, right now, right now, now on, a, on a good note, though, on a good note, no, I did see the uh, 
the mayor of Las Vegas today is pushing to to really get, you know, everything back up and running out there as quickly as possible. And I know they have a plan in place uh, to get things rolling again. And, uh, you know, we need that. Our, our, you know, our club needs it. We need to go play. Uh, however, now it does afford us the opportunity to get some real good practice sessions in and discuss things on Monday nights. Uh, you know, obviously, we have a lot more time to converse with the public, you know, here on YouTube and Facebook like we do and tell them about our club. So, uh, you know, if you're interested, head on over to uh, beatthecasino.com and yeah, I, I, sign I, up, man. Yeah. I have a friend of mine who's who works for MGM, and he was telling me today that, you know, uh, MGM is paying him and everybody else almost $3 million a day. Yeah, that, that's that's good of them. That is uh, that's yeah. very good of them that they're still paying them. Of course, you know, waiters and waitresses and bartenders and, you know, dealers and, and everybody in that industry, uh, you know, works for tips, man, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, sure, salary is one thing, but, I mean, they, they, need, they need to get back opened up so, uh, you know, we can go in and, you know, get their tips to help pay for their children and, and uh, take care of the things they need. So hopefully, God willing, uh, soon. And, and we'll be there smiling with fi- flying colors trying to uh, take the casino's money playing Baccarat and Blackjack. So anyway, don't forget, you can get the free 5D manual and a bunch of other ones I'm going to put up. Uh, you know, any of the approaches that we look at. Uh, gonna, I mean, you can get the free Blackjack manual, too. They're all in the link below over there at eJunkie. Just go ahead and download them, uh, you know, and hopefully uh, it'll give you enough incentive to go ahead and and join our club. So certainly hope you like our series here of chatting and talking to Baccarat from uh, Let's Talk Baccarat. This is uh, Keith and Farzan from Beat the Casino. Oh, I'm sorry, Canada Baccarat. I think everybody knows your name now anyway. From uh, from, uh, Beat the Casino, uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you. You betcha.